Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. The film that killed the Fantastic Four franchise for a number of years and was from the era where comic book films still weren't the greatest. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Many of them were very cheesy and poorly written. It was much rarer to get a comic book film from this era that was good. <laughs> if you weren't Batman, Spider-Man, or the X-Men, it was really risky for studios to take a chance on them. However, the famous Marvel family had been a success at least financially with the first one, and they were hoping to do that again with this one. Plus, this movie was going to introduce the most pop, one of the most popular characters in the Marvel comics, the Silver Surfer. So you'd think, you know, easy money. It's just kind of print fucking money. And it kind of did, but not really. Now, this movie is a step down from the previous movie, which sucks because sometimes superhero sequels can be awesome because they usually have the ability of growing off with a character or characters left, which can make a movie a great character deep dive. But uh, they didn't do that with this one. You know, we have some great sequels like Batman Returns, Spider-Man 2. Uh, Richard Donner's cut of Superman 2. You can get some great sequels like that. But, um, yeah, you're not, you're not getting them from this one. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> Most of this movie's plot revolves around the wedding of Sue Storm and Reed Richards. Doesn't that sound like a fun time to a comic book movie where characters can turn invisible, burst into flames and fly around, give, they're given rock-like skin with super strength, it could stretch their body into any kind of shape. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I thought that also sounded like a good idea in, in a fun plot for a comic book film. Why did they choose to make that the center of the movie? I have no idea. I mean, this movie includes a celestial being which devours worlds, but no, the super wedding's more important. Yeah, that that that's that should take the center stage. <laughs> uh, that's also another problem with this movie: Galactus. He is one of the biggest villains in the comics and has a very iconic look. In this movie, however, they make him a big, scary cloud. I mean, they nailed the look of Silver Surfer, but they just whiffed him. I don't know. I don't know why. There's another moment where you see the shadow of his helmet on a planet as he passes it. Uh, but that's it. You see the scary cloud coming, and if you pay attention, when you look at the planet, you can see his iconic helmet. So I don't know if he's inside the cloud I don't I'm not really sure why they went with scary cloud um yeah <laughs> like it seemed to be like a theory for a while they're like well maybe Galactus was inside of the spooky cloud and I'm like well then why did he show up as a spooky cloud uh yeah it, it looks it looks fucking stupid and I I hate it <laughs> it's it's the bane of many people's existence that like Marvel comics when they watch this movie. Doctor Doom also returns to this movie for a few reasons, I think. He was the best part of the first one, and he is another super popular character. That's pretty much it. He doesn't really have a big role in this movie. He just makes it so there's an actual third act fight because Galactus gets defeated by Silver Surfer using essentially a spirit bomb and blows him up. That's all that really happens with Galactus. They're like, Galactus scary, Galactus scary, Galactus is here, it's okay guys. <laughs> Give me your energy, and this fucking blows him up. So, yeah, there's no actual fight, so they need someone to fight, and they have that be Doctor Doom. 
So while this movie's going on, because of the Silver Surfer's weird energies, because they he matches the kind of energy that they that they gave them their powers. So when uh, Johnny interacted with uh, Silver Surfer, it like caused him to be able to like switch powers for people. So if like he touches them, they'll like swap powers, and that happens a few times. So in the end of this one, so Doctor Doom manages to steal the board from the Silver Surfer and for some reason the fucking American military believes that Doctor Doom is not going to be a villain even though he went fucking full (laughs) all evil supervillain in the last film and tried to take over the city and shit Um, but uh, yeah he got sent back to his country and I I guess he's kind of leading it I don't know Uh, basically he they find a way to get him out of his little, like, fucking cocooned stasis thing. Cause he, yeah, they like, carve off all the metal on his skin. They remove his helmet. And then he interacts with the sort of surfer. And it somehow resets his skin. So now he goes back to normal, but he still has his powers. Um, don't know how that works. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So he gets the board because he tricks the American government. And then Johnny takes all of their powers and then fights him and then hits him off the board and gives it back to the Silver Surfer and when they do that he just does the spirit bomb and then that's that's the movie neat and then the movie ends on them finally getting married and yay there's a very happy ending if that sounded boring to you it was extremely boring to watch again <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> the special effects have aged really badly and looks bad even in 2007. The dialogue is super goofy and feels straight out of an old Saturday morning cartoon, and not in a good way. <laughs> the only good part of this movie is the Silver Surfer being played by Doug Jones uh, and being voiced by Lawrence Fishburne. Doug Jones is best known for playing creatures and monsters in movies like Hellboy, The Shape of Water, and Pan's Labyrinth. So yeah, that part was cool. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I don't mind Doctor Doom. I like the I like that actor playing Doctor Doom. He's goofy and cheesy, um, and yeah, he has some corny ass one liners, and it's, it's just so bad. Everyone's so bad. I, I do think some my, my, probably my least favorite performance in the movie is Jessica Alba. She's just so bad. <laughs> this whole movie, everyone's. I don't think there's really any good performances besides Lawrence Fishburne and Doug Jones, the Silver Surfer. Um, I don't think the guy that played Doctor Doom does anything bad, but it's just out of the, anyone that gives the corny lines, I think he does the best. But yeah, everyone's fucking just cheesy and stupid as fuck. Yeah, it's just it's a dumb fucking movie. <laughs> so overall, I give this movie a two out of ten. It's one of the worst comic book movies you can watch out there. It is ass. <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to go, if you haven't already watched it, you want to go back and watch it, I guess, expect it to be really bored for a while. <laughs> Have a really short movie drag for a while. <laughs> it's just, oh, uh, it's dumb. So, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I reviewed the previous Fantastic Four, and I've reviewed all kinds of other movies, TV shows, and anime, so I've checked it out. It's highly appreciated. Also, you should drop a follow on whatever app you're streaming through. That way you get a notification when I post a review. So thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend.